Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Hello, happy Wednesday. Welcome to OK-ish. Thanks so much for being here with me today. It's January. We're in it. We're in 2022. As I'm recording this, I'm looking outside at the snow heavily falling. At least it's pretty and I'm inside, so I'm warm. (laughs) Anyways, if you haven't, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please hit subscribe. Um, the, The podcast gurus like that. So thanks so much. So I want to do a little follow-up from last week. So last week I talked about some therapy misconceptions, some funny responses I get when people find out that I'm a therapist. I got a lot of great feedback from other people in helping professions. I got some nurses that reached out to me, some doctors that said the same things, right? When people find out they do what they do, people of all sorts of reactions. We'll have to do an episode about, you know, all different professions and the the reactions that the different professions get. I wanted to follow up on last week because a few days after last week's podcast came out about the therapy misconceptions and how people respond to me being a therapist, a really funny thing happened to me. So I want to tell you a little story. So I was at a, a bar restaurant with a girlfriend of mine and we're we're sitting at the bar and there's this guy, the girlfriend is on one side of me, there's this guy on the other side of me and he's kind of like inching closer to me. And so I look over at him finally and I say, hey, can you, can you give me some space? Can you back up a little bit, please? And thankfully he responded really well to that. He was very, very nice about it. And he said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't mean to crowd your personal space. He was very nice about it. And then he proceeds to say, I've just had a really bad day because I'm getting a divorce and my my spouse has a restraining order on me. And so I'm about to say, you know, okay, and turn back around to my friend. And my friend, she's amazing, love her. But she goes, Oh, this is great. This is such a coincidence because she's a therapist. (laughs) You can imagine how I was like, uh. So, of course, after that happened, this gentleman at the bar then launched into his whole story about, you know, what's going on with him and his spouse and, you know, what's leading to the divorce and da, 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 da. And so... The reason I'm talking about this is there's actually a few reasons I'm talking about this. So the first reason is this like directly relates to what I was talking about last week. I was like, oh my gosh, if only this had happened a week earlier. So I could have talked about it in that podcast about therapy misconceptions. So it was just funny timing. The second reason I'm talking about this is because this this gentleman whose spouse has a restraining order on him, who was intoxicated on a Monday night and talking to strangers literally said the words to me, 
oh, therapy is great. That's so great that you're a therapist. But like, I know how to deal with my shit. I'm, I'm pausing for dramatic effect here. At what point do we stop knowing how to deal with our shit? And how do we recognize that we are not dealing pretty well with our shit? This guy was clearly not in a good place, right? I mean, I wouldn't be in a good place if I were in his shoes either. And he, as soon as he found out I was a therapist, he was talking my ear off, kind of word vomiting all over me, and then still says the words, I I know how to deal with my shit. I don't need therapy. That's wild to me. That thought process is just crazy to me. And I didn't say this to him, but I wish I had. So I will say to all of you, it's not a bad thing if we don't know how to deal with our shit. That is not a bad thing. We are not all geniuses. Um, We're not all knowing creatures, right? Not knowing how to deal with certain shit doesn't make us weak or dumb or whatever unhealthy thought you have going on right now about that. Not at all. It just means that like life is hard and life sometimes throws a lot of shit at us and we're just human beings. We are just human beings and we can only do so much. So again, I wanted to bring up this story to to show how it relates to last week's episode. Go check it out if you haven't listened. But also to reinforce that it is not a bad thing to be overwhelmed. It is not a bad thing to say, I have no effing clue what I'm doing. Because here's a secret. The people that say they know what they're doing are most likely lying. (laughs) Nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. One of my favorite things to talk about is how when I don't know something, I just Google it. And like, how did people do things without Google? Because I just, I Google everything, (laughs) right? So it's interesting thinking about that mindset of, I know how to deal with my shit and why that, why we have such a negative outlook on not knowing how to deal with our shit. Because for example, this, this gentleman at the bar I actually don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming he's never gone through a divorce before. So of course he doesn't know how to deal with that. If we've never done it before, we don't know how to do it. Wouldn't it be great to get help from other people who have done it before or other people who know a little bit more about it? There's always people out there who know things that we don't know. And there's nothing wrong with trying to learn that information. So... There's another reason I'm talking about this story and that I shared this story with you. And that other reason is I want to touch base for a second on how January is a crazy month. Divorce rates are up about 25% every January compared to every other month of the year. And again, speaking to this gentleman, it was like, I don't know what day it was, but one of the first few days of January, right? And he's talking about that with the start of 2022, they decided to move forward with this divorce. And that reminded me of that statistic, right? But there's a few other January statistics. 
January is the busiest, busiest month in therapy practices. Busiest month for getting new clients, for having new clients go to therapy practices. And also 12% of all um, gym memberships start in January. That one probably doesn't surprise us that much. But January is a little crazy, right? Clearly this guy wasn't having the best January so far. And I know a lot of people who aren't having the best January so far because there's a lot of things that happen in January. And to be quite honest, I don't know why. I don't know why the divorce rates are up 25% every January. If I had to guess, it's because a lot of times people wait to like quote unquote, get through the holidays, right? Whether it be for kids or family or whatever, they want to get through the holidays and then move forward with divorce. A lot of January symbolizes new beginnings and the start to things and um, new goals and aspirations and all of that. So I think all those things are tied up into, into why January has some of these kind of interesting statistics. That being said, that puts a lot of pressure and stress on January. It just does, right? We're going to wait till the holidays and then get a divorce. I'm going to wait till January 1st to start my diet, which I don't agree with diets, so none of us should be starting diets or I'm going to wait till January 1st to go to the gym or I want to do this new thing with my job or, you know, I want to join this new class or I want to do this or that, whatever it is that puts a lot of pressure and stress on January. Not to mention that depending on where you live, at least where I live, January is cold. The days are short and dark and dreary There's not much to look forward to, right? We're kind of coming off the high of the holidays and it's a little bit of a letdown. It's a long month. I know it's uh, 31 days, but it feels like it's about 50 days sometimes. I know for me, January is a busy month because I'm trying to prepare for my taxes and wrap things up from the previous year with my business and, you know, all of that crap. And then... Us human beings make these great decisions of, let me make a big change in my life. Let me get a divorce. Let me do this. It's a lot. It is a lot. I know for me, I will just share with you, the first week of January was not fun for me. I was overwhelmed. I was busy. There were some roadblocks that I hit with work and other things, and It was just a lot. And I had to take a step back and say, okay, just because it's the new year and just because this week has been stressful and it's felt like I can't handle my shit this week doesn't mean that 2022 is ruined. (laughs) It doesn't mean that all of January is going to be bad. It doesn't mean that it's a bad thing that I've been overwhelmed and can't handle my shit and, you know, need to take a day off or need to ask for help or ask for support. It doesn't mean any of that. You're not alone with these feelings. I know I'm feeling them. I know that guy at the bar was feeling them. So what do we do about this, right? What do we do about this overwhelm, this icky feeling? One of my friends, when I was talking to her about what I was doing this podcast about, 
before I even told her what I was doing it about, she said, can you do it about how January sucks? And I was like, well, actually, I kind of am already. I can I kind of am talking about it. And what spurred me on talking about it, you know, is this this guy I ran into and and how how a lot of things are happening that are overwhelming. So what do we do? We do two things. First of all, we recognize when we can't handle our shit. It's freaking overwhelming. There's lots of change. There's lots of pressure. There are a lot of expectations. There are a lot of unknowns for the new year. Like I'm getting overwhelmed just listing these things off. And I definitely can't deal with all those things by myself. It's like making my head spin just thinking about it. So we recognize when we can't handle our shit. We recognize when we have to throw on the white flag and say, I need to call a friend for help. I need to call someone for support. I need to take the afternoon off. I need to say no to this obligation or whatever it may be. That's okay. We got to recognize when we, when we need to throw in the towel on some things. Because if we don't, then we're going to get even more overwhelmed. The other thing that we do is we try to make things better, right? Can we plan something to look forward to? Can we make sure we get outside when it's sunny out? Which, where I live, doesn't happen very often. <laughs> so we really got to take advantage when it, when it does. Can we set smaller goals? Can we take off bite-sized chunks instead of trying to, you know, do the whole thing at once? Can we give ourselves some grace that says this is a hard month, this is a hard time of year, and I'm overwhelmed, and that's okay? All that hope that we had in December for the new year, 2022, we can still have that hope in January. Even if it's not going perfect, even if we're hitting some roadblocks, even if if we're overwhelmed, we still have that hope and that excitement and that motivation. And just because it's not perfect doesn't mean it can't be okay-ish. 